0: Welcome to That's a Hard No, the podcast about learning to say no and set boundaries to live our best lives. I'm your host, Heather Drago. You may think because of this podcast that I'm a boundary-setting expert, but I'm not. I'm an expert at struggling to set boundaries. But you know what? I'm working on it, and it is getting easier. Follow along with me as I learn from fellow strugglers and experts so that you too can start saying no without feeling fear, guilt, or FOMO. guest, Jen Prohaska is a CEO and message strategist. Her agency, The Right Difference, helps empower established small businesses through memorable, differentiating, and authentic messaging. Jen is one of the smartest marketing thinkers I know. She's one of my entrepreneurial soul sisters and one of the few people I trust to collaborate on my clients' projects. She's often who I call when facing a dilemma with my business or a tricky client situation, And so many times when we've been in the midst of one of these conversations, I wished we could rewind and hit record because we end up having the most hilarious and enlightening conversations. So I know this episode is going to be just a ton of fun. Anyway, I could go on and on, but I won't. So without further ado, it's my genuine pleasure to introduce my friend, Jen Prohaska.
1: Wow, what a nice intro! Thanks. Well, it's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let the good times roll. <laughs> um, some of our repeat listeners may remember you from season one, where you shared—you um, were very generous and shared your story um, and your trials with addiction and yeah. how you how you deal with it. So, thanks for coming back on. We're going to ta- be a little more businessy today. Um, which is really what how you and I really we talk all the time about this kind of stuff. So I just thought it would be great to share some of our kvetching inventing, and venting <laughs> and Yeah. <laughs> positive absolutely feedback. So um so, you know, I've been watching you since you founded your company. There's sort of a funny story how we were friends before we worked together and didn't even realize we both worked in marketing. Um and I've seen you grow. And I'm really impressed by the way you've set boundaries around what your company does um, and and that you choose to do what you love most and what you're best at. You want to talk about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and this is, it was a long time coming, right? You know, when I first went out on my own, um, you know, as you know, I mean, I was three months pregnant and I just lost my job and... And people were like, "Hey, do you write sales pages? Yes, I do. Do you write this? Yes, I do. Do you write that? Yes, I do. Right?" And I wrote everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been copywriting for for ten years. I mean, many years. So I wrote all the things, mm-hmm. all the things, and I loved it. And it was so much fun. And I got to write for you, you know. And and websites, of course, have been something I've written for since the dawn of websites. Essentially, <laughs> same. Same. <laughs> I'm a little old. Um, seasoned. I'm seasoned. That's there you I go. Think. I like that. Yes. Thank you. Um, So, yeah, so I wrote all the things, and it was fantastic, and um, I met some great people, great experiences. And then I had the baby, and, you know, life became more full, and time constraints became more constrained. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really started to take a step back and to say, you know, do I like all this? Because I would get these projects, and I'm like, ugh. Yeah. I have to write this. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. If I want that, I'll go work for somebody else. Like, yeah. you know, what's happening? I also got to a place uh, a few years in, well, COVID did yeah. not help the situation right, right, at right. all. Right. Having kids at home and trying to work. Really and... helped
0: filter out the bullshit, didn't Yeah. It? <laughs>
1: yes, it did. Yeah. 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 For a variety of reasons. I mean, certainly emotionally, but also physically. I mean, talk about time constraints. You know, my husband and I are both home. He works outside the home. Um So trying to figure out what can I do in this three-hour period Mm -hmm. where he's home Mm -hmm. upstairs with the kids, et cetera. Um, I got burned out in not the the true definition of burned out, but in that very inefficient. Mm
0: -hmm. Overwhelmed.
1: Overwhelmed and unable to produce the work that I know that I'm capable of producing. Mm -hmm. So, yes, um, I had uh, business coaches. I joined a mastermind. And on our very first meeting, they're like, well, you know, tell us your client list. And I did. And tell us all the things you write. And they were like, that's a lot. <laughs> you were like, is it? <laughs> and I was like, oh, thank God. Okay, you know, because okay. when you're a one person show and I, and I had other writers and stuff. But when you're when you're the CEO mm-hmm. of your own mm-hmm. company, you know, it, it is very difficult, I think, to pull back and see what is objective. I realized on that call that what I had been telling myself was because I was drowning in work.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, and my, and my, I yes, I know. Mean, I
1: mean, I was miserable. Since day
0: one, you had a client. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm you know, I'm not ungrateful for that. At this point, a few years in, I had taken on too much.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was unhappy. My kids were unhappy because, you know, if mama ain't happy. Nobody's happy. <laughs> um, anyway, so they were like, you know, you have too much. And when they said that, I felt my whole body relax And what I had realized, what the whole time I had been saying in my head, you know, those stories we tell ourselves that we don't even know we're telling, you can do better, Jen. You can do better. You have to do better. You need to do better. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of pressure. You have
0: to do all this. Yes. Yeah.
1: You're just, what's inherent and you can do better is you're screwing it up. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's not what you're saying to yourself, but that's what you're saying. Yeah. And what they made me realize was, I don't need to do better. I need to do different. Mm Mm-hmm. And when I talked about message strategy and helping people hone in on their key messages and really define their brand, she was like, well, you light up when you talk about that. If you could do that all day, would you? And I was like, well, yes. Yes, I would. Can I do that? And she was like, yeah, you can. Yeah. And that one-hour meeting, I got off, got a little teary-eyed, shut my computer, and I was like, I'm going to go play with my kids. Wow. And then, but that one meeting was my do different. Yeah. So then I could follow up with them and say, okay, this, what do I like to do? Yeah. And how do I make that happen? And it's not a solo journey. Right, right. Right. So they helped. You know, meanwhile, you were going through some of the same things in your business. So mm-hmm. when I talked to you, every time I talked to you, I'm like, okay, we're on. We're still on the same, you yeah, know, yeah. different details, yeah. same path. yeah. So to be able to bounce off ideas and learn things from other entrepreneurs, other copywriters, for me, um, it was a boundary set that, you know, I think sometimes it sounds like people just lay a boundary and we're done. Well, for me, it's a process. Yeah, no, no, no. Whether that means I'm a slow learner or not, (laughs) I'm okay with. Yeah. So, yeah. But that was the initial jumping off point for, you know what, you can do
0: something different. It sounds like you felt... Literally physical relief. Absolutely. And like someone gave you permission, like, no, you're not crazy for feeling overwhelmed. You're doing a lot. Like just yes. acknowledging you are doing a lot. And that is not, you yeah. know, necessarily healthy.
1: No. And yeah. intellectually, I know that. This right, is not right, news right, to right, me. Right. I could probably write about it. But yeah. the stories that we tell ourselves are so intrinsic and so subtle,
0: mm-hmm.
1: at least for me, that I need somebody else to help bring that out. hmm mm-hmm. And ever since that moment, I've made sure that I've talked about my business with other people right. to make sure it doesn't happen again.
0: Right, right, right. You and I have talked about this before about turning away potential clients or potential projects because it's not a good fit for us. Mm-hmm. And the thing I remember you saying was, you know, once I had an abundance mindset, I ha- I could trust that the right client, the right project would come along. So let's talk about that. Yeah. Abundance versus scarcity mindset. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. So it's funny when I joined this mastermind. The two things I didn't think I needed were community and mindset. The two best things that came out of that mastermind is a year long was community and mindset. (laughs) I I just, you know, I thought mindset was all about being confident, and I I have confidence in my ability and my Mm -hmm. experience. Mm -hmm. Um, I make mistakes, and I, you know, but I'm fine with that and and learning and and this and that. What I didn't realize were those stories and how deeply ingrained they were, and how my mindset as a business owner really needed to change. From the mindset of an employee, a Gen X employee. So there are some things that uh, we were taught that are different today. Oh yeah, like like you do whatever
0: your boss wants. Bend over backwards. Bob and beyond, yeah. Phone yeah. call
1: on the weekend. Okay, the client's always always writes. available. Yeah. Um, Remember when
0: we had pagers and we were chained to our oh, to our jobs, and right? I hated it, but I was like, okay, I've arrived. I have a beeper.
1: Right. Or <laughs> and then it morphed into, well, I have an email on a Saturday as a client. I better stop and what I'm doing answer mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. That is not how today's entre- younger entrepreneurials are working. Right. And it's fantastic. <laughs> but wow. the the mindset was, you know, I have to always over-deliver, under-promise, over-deliver, right? All this stuff. Um, so, yes, I was so used to taking on all the projects that when I defined my offerings, my packages, and I really focused on that message, those foundational messages and brand personality and websites. Um, for current clients, I will also do emails, blog articles, and search engine optimization because that is part of that website ecosystem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I bring in some experts to do that as well. Um, but, you know, p- people are like, hey, can you write this? And, and if you just see the dollar sign, you're like, well, yeah, because I need that whatever how much money it is. Because
0: who knows if someone else will oh. pay me. Right. Right. Yeah, that's right. the scarcity mindset. Absolutely. I do want
1: to acknowledge there is some level of privilege in this yeah, conversation. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Yeah, for right. sure.
0: For sure. And
1: and I am not, there are times when I will still take on, if I don't have anything coming in and there is, you know, a project that might not fit with my, it's still something I'm good at writing. I don't, I no longer. you know, I don't write sales pages. I am not a launch copywriter. Mm-hmm. The deep, deep email marketing where you're really creating these funnels, I don't do. Mm-hmm. I can happily refer people because um, I'm just not good at those things. I don't have that experience. But there are absolutely times where I have my pills to pay. And if there's a project that comes along and I'm good at it, it's for somebody I want to work for. It might not be, you know, website related, but I can do that for sure. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. That's right. actually Right, especially if you have time. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, same idea. There are projects. Um, well, yeah. So anyway, um, however, in general... When somebody comes to me and says, hey, do you do, you know, funnel mapping? Could I learn that? Absolutely. And I know the basics, you know, enough to be, have that holistic CMO perspective. But the time that it's going to take for me to really dig in and to do that is going to be double." What a an expert can do, and the client is not going to reap the benefits of what an expert can do. Um, taking on some work from former clients that are uh, that has nothing to do with websites or message strategy, right? Little one-off projects. I've turned those down hmm. because what I've realized, and this has been very slow for me, is that while I'm spending time on those projects that aren't in my zone of genius, I'm not able to get more of the projects that are in my zone of genius. And everybody loses. Clients lose,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Businesses lose. It's not Mm -hmm. an efficient use of money or time. It's frightening a little bit because it's that fear of, well, what if this client over here that's not ideal goes away, then I'm not going to have anything to do. That's the scarcity mindset. The abundance mindset says, no, that client needs to go over there because this client is waiting for you your time and attention, mm-hmm. right? Or this project? And, and I, I heard you say. say you have to trust. You do. You have to trust. Yeah. For me, it's it's um, a god of my understanding. I trust the universe. I trust the energy, the connection. If I'm doing the right things, um, the right things will happen. That has been proven time and time and time again in my life. Again, level of privilege, level of fluency right. goes along with that, right. and that can change in any second. Oh, yeah. I mean, September 11th has traditionally been my example of that, how the world changed in an instant. Mm-hmm. But now we have COVID, too.
0: Right. Another example.
1: Another example. Yeah. So nothing – I'm not, you know, woo-woo about, you know, I'm not going to not do the footwork for sales. I mean, there's I there's my responsibility in this, too. Yeah.
0: You still have to work for it. Absolutely. And yeah. put
1: myself in the right places yeah. where yeah. my people are, et cetera, et cetera. Um, continue to work on my skills and better yeah. my skill set.
0: Yeah.
1: Um but it's it's making those choices trusting that uh, that the choice i'm making is in service to my long-term ideals.
0: Right. So i love the phrase zone of genius. That is is that something you coined Oh, or? i wish. No, no, no. Like, that's, that's very That is so great. That is. Yeah. yeah. It's very and big in that's in the really like world. honing in on exactly what you're really best at and what you have to offer. Yes. why you're different.
1: And everybody has that. So like, right. you know, I'm sure there are people, oh, I don't, I'm am I, a, I'm not a genius. I mean, you know, it's, it's a phrase, right? But I have my zone and, mm-hmm. there, you know, mm-hmm. I can do message strategy all day long and I can do website copywriting and it's fantastic. Does that mean I don't have to sharpen my skills? Of course not. Every knife needs to be sharpened after being used. Right, right. Um, But yeah, that's my zone of genius. And that's where I am happiest and truly that's where the, my, any client is going to get the best of me. All right, Jen, we're going to take a break. Great.
0: And uh, we'll be right back. Okay, so we're back with Jen. Yay! Um... <laughs> So a lot of the times I call you because I'm like, I just need to vent. Can I tell (laughs) you about this horrible client? What am I going to do? What would you do in this situation? And we, I mean, how many times have we vented to each other? Or I don't know what to do about this contractor. They're not showing up and blah, blah, blah. And as you know, one of my early clients I had to fire and that was really tough. And that was a retainer.
1: It Mm -hmm. was tough.
0: It was like scary. I guess one of the things I've said to you and- And you've mentioned to me, as I said, if your stomach drops when when you see their name on your phone, you need to fire them. That's so funny. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Or if you get an email and you're like, oh, God, can I just not answer that? So annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, I mean, how do you deal with that when you like you're dealing with a difficult client? Like, what do you what do you do? So I have to tell you, I don't.
1: I don't have any difficult clients these days.
0: Because you don't let them in. Right. Yes. Yes. Exactly. I mean, in the beginning, right? Yeah. And everybody has a day, right? I don't Um, anymore either, but I have. In the the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Because you're like, sure, I can do that. I'll work with you. I don't care if you're pushing me around or you tell me you you need me to market so you can have money. That was a big mistake I made. (laughs) Oh my gosh. We need your help because we have no money. Oh.
1: Why don't I work Sign for you for up.
0: free? <laughs> $9,000 <Yes>. $9 later. <laughs> right. Right. And, but you know what? That is a testament,
1: to, though, to your empathy, right? Oh, yeah. And, and to being I'm a kind. Sucker. That's yeah, it. Well, yeah. yeah. And that's great, but that doesn't pay the bills. No, for <laughs> sure. Um, and I have fellow entrepreneurs. I'm like, that's great. You're super kind. However, you're still earning a li- You have a de- mm-hmm. right
0: to yeah. Yeah. get paid for your work. Yeah. It's right? not a nonprofit charity you're running. No. Or if it is.
1: Yeah. Then then ha- you know, you have your pro bono clients, right? Then I do. set aside mm-hmm. time and energy for pro but that is an expectation that both you and the client have. Mm-hmm. So the reason why I don't have any problem clients is a couple things. One, if if there's a
0: red I f- I don't
1: if I really have to try to convince somebody to work with me, yeah, it's I don't a chase bad. people anymore. Uh-uh.
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I have a I have in fact right now I have a retainer like proposal out. Mm-hmm and i always say yeah 15 days you know just yeah, yeah. good for 15 days because our schedules our change schedules change right and i haven't heard back from them and it's like i know i'm charging what i so we have a mutual friend another jen who's mm. a designer and mm-hmm. she shared this tweet with me that i have printed out and on my bulletin board the raspberry one the raspberry i love one. It. so it's basically like ladies next time you're afraid to charge what you're worth I, i'm totally paraphrasing and messing it up Remember the audacity of the organic raspberries uh, who are willing to charge $7 a pint. We need more organic raspberry energy. Yes. And so we always talk about, okay, I sent it out with organic raspberry pricing. And um, so I sent it out with organic raspberry pricing and having her back. And you know what? I'm not going to follow up. If he
1: doesn't want to pay me what I'm worth,
0: I don't want to work with him.
1: Absolutely. And organic raspberries are more work to grow. And they're healthier. <gasps> well, I would. For, that the earth, is for the earth, for the whole environment. Point. I mean, it's not like it's just some bullshit, let's be organic. I mean, it's like literally it takes, it takes more, more time, more it takes yeah. more energy, it takes more expertise. Right. There's a whole certification process and, and more
0: hoops to go through and bureaucracy. And ultimately,
1: in my opinion, and it's better for the earth. Right. It's a better right. product. Right. So you're that not is paying. That's a good
0: point. I didn't even think about yeah. that
1: part of it. It's not. Just sheer, I think I'm good enough, so I'm going to charge. Right. It's not hubris. It's, listen, this is worth. $7 Yeah. Seven dollars because yeah. of X,
0: Y, Z. Right, and that's why I, I stopped thinking about my services as commodities. Yes, like w- what makes me different is the strategy and and how we implement the strategy. So here is something that
1: that was revolutionary to me fairly early on, right? So most of the time, coming from the agent, the ad agency world, most of the time I am charging by, I was charging by the hour. That's how it works, right? Yeah, how you're the one who convinced me take? not to do that. Yeah. Well, so in my community. I found this fantastic community. It's the copywriterclub.com Free Facebook group. And when I first started out, um, talk about abundance. Oh my gosh, these, so much free advice on Mm. this. A very supportive community of um, global copywriters of all different types of writing. There was all this stuff about how you shouldn't charge by the hour, you should charge by the product. And I was like, I don't understand. I'm having a hard time with this. Why would I not charge by the hour? Mm -hmm. And somebody referred me to a book and Long story short, here's the example that made me do it. And there are, for the record, there are times when you charge by the hour. When I do consulting work, I charge Mm -hmm. by the hour. Fine, great. If I write a blog post and I'm charging by the hour, let's say I've charged somebody $300 because I've been doing this a while. I write pretty fast, even at $100 an hour, three hours in, out the door, boom, great. That blog post then gets posted. And through a series of events, let's say that post, Nets my client ten thousand yeah. dollars. I could have charged that client one thousand dollars, right? And they'd still would have made right. That's what still is, a good deal for so everybody. So it's not about
0: your time; it's right. about the
1: value of your expertise Absolutely. and the Absolutely. and what
0: happens for the client.
1: And a side benefit, I I think, which is a huge side benefit, because as a former account manager, I was the one who'd have to call people and be like, "We went over the budget. You actually owe this amount." Nobody mm-hmm. likes that. Who likes getting utility bills? They're never the same,
0: mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Especially
1: mm-hmm. gas and electric. Mm-hmm. The side benefit of a project-based time is everybody knows what it's going to be charged, no surprises. Yeah. It if it happens to go over for some reason, one and I build in, you know, a couple rounds of revisions. If if things have gone haywire, then either I did not as the service provider set expectations and clarify up front mm-hmm. or the client has become a moving target.
0: Yes. Which sometimes happens. It does happen.
1: And then and then again because I have fantastic clients, then you can stop them and say, "Okay, well, we wrote this predicated upon x and now we are at y. Now we, it's a different project." Yeah. Where do you want to go, right? And then we have a discussion. Right, right. And, and most yeah, everybody understands. This is also, by the way, why my message passport, why I will not work with somebody anymore. Here's a hard boundary. I Love it. I will not work with somebody who does not either go through my message passport process first, first mm-hmm. which comes up with your brand promise, your unique value proposition, your brand person. It sets all of those core foundational messages. Or they've had an agency do that for them. Or there are other copywriters mm-hmm. out there who do. Mm-hmm. I need to you see You need the that. foundation. Absolutely. Yeah. This was a boundary I just decided on 30 days ago, by the way, because I, again, took on a client at, for blog articles mm-hmm. and found myself doing that work anyway.
0: Right. So you're eating the cost. Absolutely. Because they didn't want to pay for it.
1: Or because I didn't. It wasn't even their fault. I should have said, I will not write this article for you until we have these messages. Now with this particular client, it'll all work out. She's fantastic, we're great. She's eventually gonna do it, it's great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if I do that over and over again, nobody wins.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I mean, for the record, I'm a, a marketing strategist. I have a lot of that in place already. And then when you and I were like, hey, I need to rewrite my website. Like, we're going through your brand passport process. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. Let's revisit all of this. Well, and and because you've laid new
1: boundaries and have evolved. I've evolved. Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing, and especially women. I find that so many entrepreneurs get embarrassed. Oh, my God, my website, my website. It no longer yeah. says what yeah. I do. Well, of course not. Neither did mine. yeah. I rewrite my website like every day.
0: I'm a writer. I noticed that. <laughs> I noticed, to I'm that. like, oh, this is new. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's bad. Oh, look at that. Open that up. There's a whole new thing. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. So
1: like, you know, um, it's hard to write for yourself.
0: It's super hard to write for yourself. It's almost I can impossible. write for anyone else. Absolutely. I can't write for myself. It's crazy. Yeah.
1: There are copywriters who, I always say this to people, there are copywriters who only write for other copywriters. If that doesn't tell you the market, wow, because it's too difficult.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's too difficult. Um I I feel like business gets a bad rep, like it's slimy or you know, there's so much inauthenticity yeah. out there.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, there isn't it like it's like ninety percent of businesses in the United States are small businesses.
1: Yeah, something crazy. Something like that. And absolutely.
0: And um and there are all these people who get into it for different reasons and yeah. they don't have business degrees and they need help. Like yeah. it's the the need is out there. So it is. And I think from an equity
1: and inclusion standpoint, mm-hmm. I think There are few things more empowering than owning your own business and earning your own money. Yes. And deciding where you spend that money. Yes. Being able to support your family on your terms. Yeah. Living by your principles. Absolutely. And your values, which is another thing. I did write my core values and that I saw that. It was very good. Um, and it's not bullshit. It's not fluff. No, it sounds like you. That is, I mean... You, when I read that and your your The enthusiasm is... The fr- I'm like, you got to be excited to do this work yeah, because yeah. it's fun. Yeah, yeah. And if you're ho-hum and you don't really yeah. care, then you and I are not going to vibe. Right, right. I mean,
0: I'm going to be caffeinated this whole time. Like, we got to... <laughs> yeah, this is her speed this is all me. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, That's about making friends in in kind of business and, yeah. and meeting people. What about in your personal life? Like, how do, how have you... How have you rethought friendship in terms of boundaries, like especially since COVID and all that stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: I realized COVID taught me um, that there that I was paying attention a little bit to some of the wrong people, right? I'm one of those people. I'll check in on you. I'll text you, especially if I know you're having a hard time. I, text makes it so easy to connect.
0: Yeah. Hey, how are how you? How are
1: you? Right? You're having, you were having a bad day yesterday. Just want you to know I'm thinking about you. Um, And just to get super serious for a second, the driving reason why I do that is because I have lost two friends, two good friends to cancer, young ages. I want them to know, not all the time because, you know, you're always thinking about people. But if I've thought about somebody, you know, three times in a row, I'm like, I got to reach out. Mm -hmm. The universe is sending me a message. Mm -hmm. Not that I'm worried that everybody's going to die if I don't, but life is short and surprises happen. I mean, you know. Yep. Surprises happen, yep. and um, life takes turns. I found out recently another former close friend of mine passed away, and I didn't know it. And oh, I found I'm out so on sorry. Facebook. Thank oh, you. I'm so sorry. Um, and I was like, man, I should have checked in.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. So the reason why I check in is, you know, I I just I don't want to lose touch. I said I love you. People. Invest
0: in people. You you in people. They're your lifelong friends.
1: At the same time, if I'm doing that and nothing's coming back, COVID was hard. COVID was real hard for me. I had a you know a year and a half year old. And a five-year-old that came in the house. I mean, COVID was real hard. Those were some of the hardest times for me um, in recovery, and it was the people checking in on me. How you doing? And a lot of them were mom friends because we were all in it together, mm-hmm. right? And it's oh my god, my kid's been on a screen for three hours. It's okay. You have to work. Like, let's let's talk about you know mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Um, so I have shifted. I became conscious. Who's this returning the energy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's, you know. And to do so without resentment. So, yeah. you know, person A over here, they're in their own shit, right? Okay, great. I'm still there for you. I just may take some of that energy back and return it to person B because person B is the one reaching out and connecting, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. to be flexible like that and to make new personal friends because I've— Networked, Everything went to Zoom, and all of a sudden I'm networking. You know, I co-worked with a couple of women who I hadn't really even met in person, you know, all through COVID, through a fantastic Facebook group, a local f- women's Facebook yeah, group. Yeah, I know which one you mean. Yeah. it's yeah, great. Yeah. Right? And we would get every Thursday, we'd get on the computer together and work together. And you're going like, to become literally friends. literally work? You'd,
0: you'd all be working on your yeah. own things? Yeah. Oh, that's cool.
1: But we'd check in in the beginning. How are you? Oh, so-and-so is sick. Oh, my God, are you okay? You know, like personal stuff comes mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm especially when you talk like I do, like, you know, I mean, I just, I want to know, you know, are you okay? I don't need to get into your private business. But at the same time, things are really hard. And if you're going through a hard time, I want you to know that I'm here to listen, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, People know my recovery background, right? Mm -hmm. I've been in recovery from food addiction and alcoholism for um, a few 24 hours now. If you want to talk about that, my door is always open because that is life and death. So, so yes, I am always welcome now to new friends
0: yay yeah no shut no more but you choose yeah you know accordingly when it yeah. comes to where your energy goes absolutely That's great. Well, i think we've talked about a lot yeah um i kind of want to wrap it up um one quick thing we were in a call with a client and you mentioned that um there are a lot of people who are shifting careers and moving away from like teaching and becoming yes. copywriters any advice for people like that who are interested in getting into the copywriting field
1: Yes, absolutely. Don't let chat GPT scare you out of it. There's plenty right. of work. Right. Teaching in particular is a fantastic profession to come over to copywriting. It because translates you, well. I, thank you. That's the phrase I was looking for. Translates well because you're a natural teacher, right? And and communicator. Yeah. Um, yeah, there are. I would say there are some great groups online um, for copywriters. The Copywriter Club is the one that I'm, that community <laughs> mm-hmm. is where I'm at. Um, I don't get anything for telling you that. Just go to the copywriterclub dot com. <laughs> there are some fantastic pods podcasts out there. Um, you know what, network, put out there that you this is what you want to yeah. do. Anybody yeah. wanna talk. I'm one of those people that especially for local people, or I've had all sorts of Zoom yeah. calls where I'm like, Hey,
0: let's set up a half hour, I'll give yeah. you my experience. Yeah. I've had people who've started their own agencies yeah. ask if they could like talk to me about how I started my business and things to A look lot forward. of times
1: it's just saying, you know what, I'll you I did this and you can do it too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Again, there's
1: plenty of work going around. Yeah, multi-billion-dollar companies are employing boutique agencies at rates never before seen.
0: Yeah, if you're good at what you do, people will absolutely people will come. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Cool. Well. I love having you on. And I feel oh, like we could you. have so many conversations. We could literally do a podcast about the Oxford comma. I, I know. <laughs> I <laughs> don't our, care. <laughs> yeah. I do care. It depends on your voice, tone, and mood. <laughs> love Oxford um, comma. So anyway, thanks for coming on again. I always love thanks talking for to me. you. Love to have you back anytime. So you're at therightdifference.com. W-R-I-T-E. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you... Put out great content and LinkedIn nice. and Instagram. You have a great newsletter, which is a really okay. quick read, but it has great tips. So always sharing things about messaging and writing. And- yeah,
1: ain't nobody got time for long. I'm gonna <laughs> give you. Right? We're entrepreneurs, we're That's busy. Right. I'm gonna give you a quick yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Instagram at the right difference. I'm on TikTok. Are you? At the right difference. Oh yeah, I got Oh man, I gotta yeah.
0: check you out there. Okay, cool. Thanks for having me. Thank you. got questions or a boundary setting success story or flop it's easy to get in touch with us send an email through our website hardknowpodcast.com, dm us on social we're at hardnopodcast or leave a message at 216-370-3410 we'll be featuring some of our favorite questions and messages in future mailbag episodes so get in touch you can find show notes and a transcript of today's episode on our website, hardknowpodcast.com. Make sure to like and subscribe on your favorite listening platform so you don't miss any new episodes. And if you liked what you heard, please give us a rating and review, especially on Apple so others can find us too. That's a Hard No is a production of Clever Girl Marketing, a strategic marketing agency based here in beautiful Cleveland, Ohio. You can learn all about us at CleverGrowMarketing.com. It's written by me, Heather Drago, and our amazing marketing and production coordinator, Mara Del Rosario. Production support, Evergreen Podcast, Noah Fouts, producer and editor extraordinaire. Our awesome new rock anthem was written by Noah and performed by his band, The Big Leagues. I love it so much, thank you. We've added some new folks to the team. Jake Donnelly, the videographer and photographer who's the creative force behind our YouTube videos. You demand Jake. You can find him at rjdonnelly.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. And remember, saying no isn't just okay. Saying no is the key to living an authentic, fulfilling life. So do it, find your no and say it unapologetically. That's a hard no. Hi, my name is Sara.